Welcome to the Dad Fluent Podcast, a show where we talk about all things from a dad's perspective with your hosts, Chris and Ryan. And welcome back to another edition of the Dad Fluent Podcast. I'm your host, Chris, along with my co-host, Ryan. You can find us at Dad Fluent. You can find me at Dad Fluent Chris, and you can find Ryan at Dad Fluent Ryan. Ryan, how are you doing today? Good. Awesome. It's uh, our second show of the year. Mm-hmm. And did we, did we forget to say we haven't seen people or done a show in a whole year? Last time. I think we I think we forgot that. We forgot the the, oh, the mandatory dad joke. <laughs> All right, pack it up. We failed. <laughs> yep, we didn't. <laughs> oh, it's over. It is over. Just like when you have kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's over. It's over. Oh, yeah. You can't do any more fun. <laughs> while we're while you're planning a Vegas trip. We, yeah, we can't have zero, more fun. Zero no. fun, sir. Nope. Can't can't wander the streets of Vegas looking for cursed uh, cursed chase. Cursed chase. You know, I know what Rubble's doing. He's building buildings out there. <laughs> it seems to be like all they do out there. Yeah, that's why Rubble's out there. Gosh. Chase is just monitoring. Um, I think he got into the um, evidence locker room. Because his eyes, uh, <laughs> his soul left his body. Yeah, the, yeah the, when you find the Paw Patrol out in Vegas, it's... Mm-hmm. It's a time. Yeah. Do you think you can invite Paw Patrol to, like, a bachelor party? Oh, there? I'm sure, for the right amount of money. <laughs> Guaranteed for the right amount of money, they will come to a party for you. If you already have a kid, you I, have them bar- babysit the kid while you're at the club. <laughs> like, all the guys are partying, oh, and then there's a kid with a bunch of Paw Patrol in a booth. <laughs> that, uh, no. <laughs> no. So, I'm going to pay you all money. You need to sit with my kid and watch Paw Patrol dressed as Paw Patrol. <laughs> oh, man. Could you imagine... Ugh. Would you do that? How much money would it take you to do No, I wouldn't. I mean, I know I complain about my kids a lot, but... <laughs> if someone... I would, much, I would never stoop to that level. If someone offered you money, like, you, you found that, you know, you hear those crazy millionaires that are like, I'll give, like, a million dollars to these celebrities just to uh, make an appearance at a party. If you ran into one, he's like, hey, I'm in a pickle. I need you to come and watch Paw Patrol dressed as one of the Paw Patrol characters with my oh, kid. Oh, would I dress as a Paw Patrol person? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think about would I make my kids sit with some random stranger <laughs> dress? Well, no, I'd, go, I'd dress up as Paw Patrol and make one. <laughs> I mean, that's a completely different story. Yeah, how much money would that cost you? Like, would you do it like a... I don't know. You're watching for a while. Unfortunately, it would probably be a lot less than it should be. Like a hundred bucks to. Okay, maybe not that. Not not that little. (laughs) (laughs) If it was like they're like, we're gonna party outside. You need to sit inside, on the couch, and watch Paw Patrol with my kid. 
and you can only respond in barking and lines from the character. I don't know. You're making it sound creepier and creepier with everything you add to it. (laughs) Maybe I am, and maybe that's why... Maybe that's why we picked our pick three of the night. I don't know. (laughs) But, like, I I mean, $100 is $100. (laughs) $100 is $100. (laughs) Like, hey, (laughs) when you're done, just grab the switch over there. That's your reward. I already wiped the saved data. Like, no, they leave the they they leave the saved data on. You have to erase a kid's entire progress on Lego Star Wars. No, why? Why would you do that? <laughs> because it's your it's your switch now. They gave it to you. That's just rude. Would you Would you not take it? And uh, no, I wouldn't take a kid's switch from him. But that's your payment. Well. I don't think if I did the whole job and didn't get paid, and then they're like, "Oh, take this kid's switch. That's your payment." I think I would just leave. <laughs> would you keep? The surprise! It, this probably isn't someone I want to mess with. Any. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll just buy him a new one. <laughs> He's like, can you just buy me the new one? <laughs> <laughs> but oh well. So there you have it. Uh, Dad fluent uh, edition of indecent proposal, <laughs> Paw Patrol edition. <laughs> How much money would it take for you to dress up like Paw Patrol? Oh man, we're already off to a start today. Oh, well, that's just it. <laughs> It's not how much would you have to be paid to dress up as Paw Patrol. It's that you then started adding all these other stipulations to it. Yeah, well, you're babies. Dress up as Paw Patrol is one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, dress up as Paw Patrol and be a complete, total creeper. No, you're not being, you're just uh, being told. No, you, to you are. If you're supposed to just sit randomly in a room with a bunch of kids dressed up as Paw Patrol. And watch Paw Patrol. And then get paid in a Nintendo Switch. Yeah, yeah, you're a creeper. (laughs) (laughs) What if they cooked you like a nice, juicy Wagyu beef steak? But they have have no money to pay me? (laughs) Yeah, well, no, they just offer you a switch. So, like, it's the... It's like a a 20-ounce cut of a Wagyu beef. And all the dressing and trimmings. And your choice of mashed potato or baked potato with uh, either asparagus or broccoli. <laughs> You're like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, well, of course I am. <laughs> you had it's just yet. it's just that now this this party's taking place at a Ponderosa or something. Well, yeah, because all the rich adults are outside partying, and you're hanging inside watching Paw Patrol with the kids. They gotta make it up to you. You get a break to eat your steak. Yet you can only take off the head and you can't spill on yourself. <laughs> you put the you put the chase head in some kid's bed. So it's like uh what's that movie? Godfather. <laughs> you, just, you just take everything and just make it so much worse. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. 
We're just waiting to see who's actually going to comment on Twitter of all our horrible suggestions. We're just, yeah, we're just doing this to see our fan interaction. That's mm-hmm. literally the only reason we're saying this stuff. <laughs> we get no comments. Like, okay. <laughs> they literally pulled <laughs> Godfather with <laughs> with Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. <laughs> the kid starts screaming. Oh, so that's where I left Chase's head. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. But yeah, you're ready for your trip soon here. You're planning it, right? Planning, yep. My my yearly trip to Las Vegas with my brother. Mm-hmm. Is it weird, like, as an adult and as a dad, like, the beginning of the new year is when, like, all our vacation time and sick time and everything feels like it resets. And so it's like, yeah, you got to plan out your entire year. Your, your whole year? Yeah. 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 Got to spend my measly two weeks or however many weeks you get. I think I'm up to four this year. Finally. See, I, I technically with my job, I don't get vacation because mm-hmm. I quote unquote make my own schedule. Are you going to work while you're on your trip? Yeah, I'll probably bring some. I'll I'll work a little bit, but not a ton. <laughs> he mess it up and just start writing basketball team names or something. Yeah, <laughs> put the points in. Yeah. <clears throat> Alrighty, well, let's get into it. Let's hop into our questions of the week. What is your least favorite dad duty? Things that only a dad can do, and it's a non-chore, is what we're being told. A non-chore dad duty. I can think of a couple. I mean, one we haven't experienced yet, but I know from the dread that I faced and my dad faced that I'm not looking forward to it. Um, But I'm not quite there yet. And that would be... That would be filling out a FAFSA. The financial aid things for college. Yeah, good old FAFSA. Because the funny part is, like, even if you know you don't qualify, all colleges make you fill it out still. Mm-hmm. And it's like, really? <laughs> uh, so I haven't done that yet as a dad, so I can't say that. Uh, so my next thing would probably be like gathering and filing taxes. Yes. <laughs> I I completely agree with you there. Uh, my wife does not organize her paperwork in any way. I had to check to see if she's can, within hearing distance of me, so I don't get yelled at. They, they sneak um, up on us in the show, like and they do. They do. Like you don't even know, episode. and all of a sudden they're like right there. Yeah, I got yelled at last episode. I didn't get yelled at. My she was just like pushing a really heavy box and like hitting everything on the way past me, mm. and then yelled something from the other room, asking me a question, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm not answering you. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, like also, I'm like, I need this paperwork, mm-hmm. and she's like, Oh yeah, it's somewhere over here. And it's like, oh, well, please let me go look for it. 
What's worse, but, having that paperwork and trying to look for it, or knowing that it's online somewhere and trying to remember everything that you need, and getting it online? Well, see, my wife technically works for the government. Uh huh. Technically. <laughs> So, like, getting to the, her paperwork is super difficult. Like, she works at a uh, VA hospital. Mm-hmm. And so, like, she can't get to her paperwork on a home personal computer. Like, she has to do it at her work mm-hmm. to access a lot of those files. So, I, I if I can't find the paperwork here, it's like, can you, next time you're at work, can you please print it off for me again, and then it's trying to make sure that she remembers to do that. And mm-hmm. um, Half the time, I have all the paperwork I need. I just don't want to do it, because I know what... Yeah. I, I, I know the outcome, <laughs> and, and I don't want to see it. <laughs> it's so true. Is it, like... So here's another question, then. Since you hate the paperwork, we've had it ingrained into us for so long that we always need to fill out and balance our checkbooks and, <laughs> and bank accounts. And I'm guessing from that laugh that you don't do it at all either. Never. <laughs> I mean, I have like my bills and everything all on a, like a spreadsheet type thing that I have. Mm-hmm. And I cross check to make sure think everything's paid off and whatnot. But no, I, other than that, I I don't track like every little purchase, and mm-hmm. is it, I should, I probably should, but I don't. Is it bad? I have it all on auto pay. Most of mine is auto pay. Yeah, I just don't even. And I and I know what the total is. I just need to make sure that much is in the bank account. Mm-hmm. I just put everything on my credit card, and if I do run into issues, you know, I'll figure it out. When the credit cards do. It, it, it'll 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 get figured out one way or another. Yep. <laughs> it's like, hey, <laughs> what you doing working on this corner? <laughs> uh, was a little short on my credit card bill. <laughs> Got to dress up like Chase again. <laughs> <laughs> you just see a bunch of people dressed up as Bob's Patrol standing on the watch- street corner waiting to be picked up. <laughs> I just yeah I just you you're walking out with the without the mat the head on yeah up oh, you messed up your your finances for the month again yeah yeah <laughs> car car rolls up you quickly put the hat on the, the head on <laughs> like, looking for a good time got some good Paw Patrol lights <laughs> chases on the case <laughs> rubble in a double <clears throat> do you hop in the back of the truck then. Of the of the big van, yeah. <laughs> yep. I, I feel like, like it's like you pull, they pull up and they're like, "All right, I need five Paw Patrol people." We <laughs> oh, all run over and hop in a truck. Nope, nope. We can't have two chases. Yeah, only one. Only one chase. You gotta get out. Take <laughs> it like, too slow. <laughs> it's like that chase is just gonna leave halfway through the party. I'll stay the whole time. And I'll help clean up. (laughs) (laughs) We've created a unique world to live in. Yeah. All of our our different unique experiences. This would be a very chaotic world. It would. With uh, 
lots of Paw Patrol <laughs> actors and werewolves. Yeah. Would the werewolves see the Paw Patrol as their own and not attack them? <laughs> yes, definitely. I'm just going to say yes. I feel like that's the case. <laughs> we're, the... we're so far off topic. Yes, they would They would be fine with them. Yeah, so like, you're like, all right, we need to go on a food run, but it's a full moon. Everybody get your Paw Patrol outfits on. God. <laughs> you're walking. You have to walk barefoot on the sand because if the werewolves hear you, they come running. <laughs> Now we just turn it into a quiet play. <laughs> uh, how'd you you really are you really are trying to lead up to our pick three, aren't you? I think so, but at the beginning of the show, you're leading up to the pick three already. I guess I am. <laughs> it's like how'd you lose your kid? They made too much noise. The werewolves got him. It was a bloodbath. <laughs> well, if they were too loud, they deserve it. Yep. Like, <clears throat> That's why you gotta watch out for the she-wolves in your closet. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so what's our next question of the week? <laughs> next question is, how do you deal with an injured kid not willing to take medicine, ointment, band-aids, etc.? So band-aids are not a problem with my kids. What if, like, splinters? Or, like, loose teeth? Oh, yeah, that's a whole other story. But if it comes down to needing a Band-Aid, oh, they're right. If they don't need a Band-Aid, they still tell me they need a Band-Aid. Yeah. Do you just put one on their forehead, too? Well, half the time, if if they just ask for one, I'm like, I'm not even fighting you. I'm just, whatever, here's a (laughs) Band-Aid. You know what you should do next time is take one and put it, like, down over their eyes on each side and say, now go to sleep. (laughs) Go to sleep. (laughs) Uh, but, um, <clears throat> so yeah, let's say there's a splinter, I guess, then, uh, or a loose tooth. Like, what do you do? Like, do they fight? Do your kids fight you at all when you're dealing with stuff like that? How do you deal with that? Loose teeth? Um, you rip most off? time, but no, if they want to just leave it and have it fall out on its own, we just leave it. I tell them, you said, there's a chance you're going to swallow it. Or you're gonna lose it, but that's that's if you don't care, then I don't care. It's not gonna doesn't bother me one bit. If it hurts, we can take it out. If you want to leave it, that's fine. Dad, if I swallow it, will you pick it out for me? And I nope, no way. <laughs> Tooth fairy's gonna skip that one too, right? Yeah. Um, medicine. We're actually like I told you uh, last week. We're all dealing with strep throat in our house, all of us, which is nice that we all got it at the same time, so everyone just deals with it. Yeah. Um, but for medicine, sometimes it's kind of a pain getting them to take the medicine. Mm-hmm. They don't want to, but it's always like the liquid form medicine, so it's not like it is hard to swallow or anything. Mm-hmm. Um. And mainly it's my daughter that fights it. So sometimes we'll mix it into something. So she doesn't even know that she's taking it. She doesn't like like the bubblegum flavor or anything like that? No. No. What is wrong with that? I know. I, I don't know. I would eat that so fast and then I'd come back for seconds. So sometimes if we're having like... If we have like 
strawberry yogurt or something. We'll just put the, <laughs> the medicine in there, mix it up, and she'll eat it, and she'll have no idea that it's even in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would, I would eat that. But <laughs> splinters. Uh huh. There's two different really easy ways to get splinters out, right, and ready. one is you just take uh, amputation. Elmer's glue. Okay. And just put it over the splinter, let it dry, and then you just peel it off, and, and it'll actually, and it'll, well, it'll, it'll uh, stick to the splinter. And it should pull it right out. But if that doesn't work, the other thing is, is you get a, uh, like one of those syringes uh-huh. for medicine, for liquid medicine. Uh-huh. And you put it over the splinter and then pull it, and the suction should pull the splinter right out. Okay, that's a cool little trick. Yeah. It's like the little boogie sucker thing. Yeah, pretty much. Have you seen those so, ones where you put your mouth on it and suck it out? Yeah, we ha- we used them on our kids. Do you ever get any, like, all the way? No, because there's a filter in there that blocks uh, all of it. Plus, there's a super long tube <laughs> what is that it's got to get through <laughs> before it gets, like... It's not as if it's like you're putting your mouth on their nostrils and... <laughs> yeah, big gulps, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Just suck the boogie down. <laughs> No, those those things work super, like, they're super easy, and they always work really well. But, yeah, everyone's like, oh, that's so gross. And I was like, the stuff doesn't get anywhere even remotely close to your mouth. It, like, fills up in the tube thing that you put in their nose. Mm -hmm. Do you shoot it out afterwards? No. You just rinse out the little thing. I thought it'd be, like, fun, like a spit wad. That's just it. It's there's not that much. It's not so much that comes out that about it's a little bit. <laughs> just spit it out in your way. Launch it like it, like you're you're back in high school. <clears throat> so you don't have to pin your kids down or anything. Like they don't fight you ever. Is there anything they fight you? There is, yeah. Are they angels um, all the time? Ear, ear, no, they definitely are not angels. Um, eardrops. Okay. When they get ear infections, oh my, that is just a fight. Hmm. Um, so yeah, it's usually uh like both legs pretty much sit on them, hold them down. But I get it. It's uncomfortable. It's not a. It's not a fun feeling having those drops put in your ears. Yeah. As long as you don't have to go all the way full misery, I think you're good. Haven't yet. Then yet. they won't get away for sure. That's what Kathy Bates taught me. Yeah. <laughs> if you Kathy love Bates has taught you anything. <laughs> if you love something, you break your leg, break their legs, and let them go. And if they love you, they won't go away. <laughs> they'll stay. They'll stay right where they are. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, man. We are talking about horror a lot today. How how many how many movies do you think we've referenced on our show that people are like, okay, I gotta go look this up because I have no idea what they're talking about. Like tonight or in general? And just in general, I feel like people are being introduced to a lot of movies on this show Mm -hmm. that they normally wouldn't have seen. Well, I think misery is a classic. (laughs) 
Uh, I, I can guarantee I could ask. Well, I could ask half my family, and I could tell you that they've never seen Misery. Huh. I would be very surprised if they had ever seen Misery. We should uh we should have a movie buff challenge sometime. We should. I would yeah. love to do that. You and I would be like the um I forgot the their name. Roger and Ebert or what's their name? Mm-hmm. Roger and Ebert. Did I get it right? Yep, good. Wait. Which one would you be? Well, the big fat guy, of course. I don't I don't know which I just know their names. Neither do I. I just know that's the big fat guy. Alright, I'm gonna be the Ebert. Is a clear name. <laughs> Everyone's Roger. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I think it's hard when, like, you have to pin your kids down. Do they ever kick you when they do that? Or do oh, do? yes. Like, my youngest right now is in that stage where he doesn't like his diaper being changed. Mm-hmm. And so it's just constant kicking. And I'm like, why? Like, there's no way it's comfortable wearing that. Yeah. Wearing well, a wet diaper, like, why Why are you fighting me? Well, if they're really bad, you put their nose in it. Oh, wait, no, that's dogs. No, no, that's dogs. <laughs> Come on. And older kids, Yeah. if they make a mess. <laughs> Did you pee on the carpet? <laughs> Just... You know better. Yeah, come on. I'll clean it up. Alrighty. Next question. How do you punish your kids in public? So if your kid goes into full <laughs> meltdown in public and they're like, it's making a scene, how do you punish them? I walk away. You just leave? Uh huh. And then they follow you screaming? Well, I usually do that, like, go down an aisle mm-hmm. and then run down that aisle and then go down a different aisle. Mm hmm. So they can't find you, and then just let them scream for a while. <laughs> Does anyone come? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, typically. I was like, oh, man, I lost them. I I heard them screaming. I was trying to find them. Yeah. I was hoping Chase would find them. It's always on the case. <clears throat> but, it. no, like, I've, I've told my kids. I said, you start screaming and acting up, I, I don't know who you are. Yeah, you're, uh, you're, you're dead to me. You're just a stranger. Somebody that I used to know. <clears throat> yeah, that's the hard part. Do you ever have, like... I mean, does the warning of future punishments at home ever really do anything? No. No, that has zero effect on them. We used to do that, and we used to have, like, code words and stuff, so they knew exactly what they were going to get. Be like, do you want a consequence when you get home? And they knew, like... Ooh, yeah, you don't want that. That's a swat. <laughs> <laughs> Your booty gonna be red. <laughs> um, but, like, you have different code words. They're like, oh, I guess you lost iPad. <laughs> oh, yeah, if you threaten to take away the electronics. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That's yeah, it's... <laughs> if my wife threatened to take away my computer, that's game over, too. Yeah. Way. What? Yeah. <laughs> do you ever have to take them out, like kicking and screaming, or do you just no, no? See, I need to do that. I, I just like... need to like let someone take them at that point. Just like, the, and I sh- and I shouldn't make it sound like when I do the walk away that it's like half an hour before I go back to get them. It's literally like a minute later. Like I'm already walking back to 
Um, it's like, wow, but they're not even here anymore. Honestly, Where are they? the wife and I usually really do just try to, if we're in town without the kids, we try to do trips quick. Mm-hmm. So when we do have to go to the store with the kids, it's either both of us are there, and if it is just one of us, it's usually like a quick trip. So we really don't have a ton of issues mm-hmm. with the kids, but... And my wife is the uh, pickup person. She'll do the pre-order, like, well, she'll get everything. She'll send in the order, and then it's at the park, and they'll bring it out to the car. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she does a lot of that, so she doesn't have to go in at all when she's with the kids, so. Gotcha. Which makes sense. I mean, if if you can, you might as well do it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Yeah. But then when they get in the car, it feels like they just scream even louder. Because they're like, oh, yeah, now I can really make a scene. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, really? (laughs) Yeah. Alrighty, so there you guys have it. How to deal with your kids in public? Leave them. Let somebody else have a problem. Alrighty, we have a new segment today called the Complaint Box. And today's, and what this is, is, you know, talking about subjects that, you know, you gotta deal with sometimes. They're not great. It's it's an opportunity for us to kind of let our complaints out. So today's topic is tipping. And uh, I know you and I, because we've we've gone to places before, we are generous mm-hmm. tippers. We are. But we don't necessarily want to tip. <laughs> yes. And, this is true. And it feels like tipping has almost got out of hand. Would you agree? Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Have you seen it now? Like, some of the places they put, like... What's the most egregious percent that you've seen? As a I've seen 30. 30. Wow. Mm-hmm. So 30%. At, like, at, at one of our Minnesota fancy restaurants. <laughs> which <laughs> isn't a fancy restaurant. Yeah. 30%. That's insane. I was going to yeah. say 25. I've seen 25. But I think maybe I've seen a record of 30 or 35. But, like, maybe... I think that was, like, Vegas or somewhere. Yeah. What, um... Man, 30 is rough. And I feel like the other part about tipping is that... It's gone from restaurants to... You know, now it's coffee. Now it's, uh... You know... Barbers, I feel like we've always kind of tipped, right? You tip, like, two or three bucks. Well... I, yeah. <laughs> I don't really need to worry about barbers too much, so... Yeah, you don't need to worry about that too much anymore, but... um, I mean, you could always tip your wife when she shaves your head or whatever, but... um, I, I do my own. Oh, see, there you go. Do you ever give yourself a tip? I do. See? I bet you charge yourself 30 bu- or 30%. At least 30%. 
Um, but even like coffee places, like they want like 20% for a, a cup of coffee that the machine does like all the work. Yeah. <laughs> what are some egregious places that you've seen that have asked for a tip that have like really kind of, yeah, tr- like, you're like, wow. I like, like, uh, I know this might be put, but like you go to like cold stone mm-hmm. and there's the tip, which I get. Kind of, or yeah. like Chipotle. Chipotle yeah. always has. I'm like, yeah. When did Chipotle kind of start? Your, doing it's that? kind of like your. It's like your job to put together a like. I don't know what. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm giving you a tip to just do your basic job. There is no extra going in. Like at Coldstone, I mean, there's a little bit more to it. Like you're not just going there to buy ice cream. It's mm-hmm. it's the mixing it all together. It's whatever. Yeah, but like, at Chipotle, like, like the too. only thing they do is put together burritos yeah i don't know i just i don't know maybe i guess it is kind of the same thing but because mm-hmm. subway was the same way like it was like oh my goodness right yeah yeah pretty much like pretty much any restaurant now has like fast mm-hmm. food anything all have tips now i shouldn't say it like mcdonald's doesn't like if you go fast fast food, I don't know. I wouldn't put it past them, right? After a while, I would. I could see it coming soon. <laughs> How would you feel about a place that employs like rest, uh, robots mostly, and then they start asking for tips? That, <laughs> I mean, but then you're looking at it from the standpoint of having to cover. Costs of the machinery, yeah, yeah, but you're not. You're, the tipping is supposed to go in that person's pocket. To but help I, them out. exactly. But I feel like that's the way it would be looked mm-hmm. at. Then is, um, and actually, like when I was in Vegas, you probably have seen it. There's the uh, drink mixing robot, mm-hmm. I the tipsy tip robot. That. I think it's called. Yeah, I wouldn't tip that. No, but it. But they do ask for a tip. Mm-hmm. That was the other thing. You know. what? annoying me was they have the adult slushy like at fat tuesdays mm-hmm. and they're literally holding it under a spigot and pulling a lever down and then expecting a 20 to 25 percent like, like you do at a 7-eleven yourself yeah that i could literally <laughs> just go up and do it <laughs> like tell me that's not frustrating oh it is, yeah i i but now here now I'm going to I'm going to go on the other side of things okay mm-hmm. cuz yes there are a lot of places that like ask for tips that you're just like why this is, this is just your basic job especially yeah. when it's like fast food that kind of stuff like that's your job you're not giving me anything extra than literally doing my order exactly you go to a restaurant and sit down and the person is bringing you your stuff and checking on you and get refilling drinks and whatever. If they don't refill your drink, I still tip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, I, I can only I can only think of a handful of times where I didn't tip. Mm-hmm. Like I've and, had, it, I mean, it was really bad. Yeah, I've had it where like I'm sitting there and I get a Dr Pepper. You've seen me with my Dr Peppers. I get like fifty yep. refill. They're they're getting their workout when I order a Dr Pepper, um, because it makes the world taste better and I have to be Forrest Gump. 
Have yeah. 32 Dr. Peppers. Um, <clears throat> but I've been in restaurants where they give you the one, and then they you're lucky to get one refill your entire meal. Because they don't yeah. come by. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you think? I, I'm one of those people that I try to take into account what's going on around mm-hmm. in the restaurant if something like that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, what if they're one time, the same? They just don't. Well, and that's just it. I mean, if they just have a bad attitude or if I see them standing mm-hmm. in the back, like not taking care of people and whatever, uh, it will greatly diminish their tip. Mm-hmm. I can think of a time off the top of my head where my wife and I went up to Duluth, stopped at a restaurant, and it was one waitress in the whole restaurant. Yeah, and then that and you could tell she was trying so hard. I gave a hundred percent tip mm-hmm. because I'm like, I know she's trying so hard. People are getting mad at her. It's not her fault. Yeah, like that's different. <laughs> if there's not if there's not enough workers but or at, at you know point, food's not coming up fast enough, you know. Um, but that's, yeah, like you said, that's different. It, it's mm-hmm. when and you have the people point, that are standing you, around doing nothing. Shouldn't you be mad at the, the restaurant owner at that point? Exactly. And so that's why, like, you could tell she was stressed out and I'm like, I'm not going to punish her. Yeah. It's not her fault. Like, how do you deal, like, how do you deal back? And for those, uh, for listeners out there, feel free to tweet us. How do you get back at the restaurant owner when they do crap like that, but still take care of the waitress? And, and that's the problem, is that most people take out the problems with the restaurant, with the uh, kitchen staff, that kind of stuff. They take it out on the, wa- mm-hmm. the waiter or waitress when it's like half the stuff that you are mad at the waiter or waitress for. Yeah. Aren't their fault. It's so not that even that they control. Do you give a good tip and pay in full and then just leave a bad review and say, manager was really horrible. They didn't do enough wait staff I mean, and it and created a horrible. I, there's times if something's really bad, I will complain mm-hmm. to the waiter or waitress. But at the same <laughs> time, I let them know, like, this, I know this isn't your fault. Mm-hmm. I just want to let you know that I am not happy about this. And, you know, usually they'll say, like, oh, I'll knock some of this off or. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you appetizers ever, free or maybe we make that normalized where you say, Hey, I know it's not your fault. Bring out your manager, I'm gonna chew him out. Yeah. But again, <laughs> how sometimes it's not the manager's fault. Like, yeah. yes, I get that the manager is in charge of making sure everything's going well, but if Man, your meal's shit. not if your if your meal's not done correctly. Yeah, but if they're still the not the manager's shift, fault, like yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, if they're the shift uh, organizer and they're the one that's setting it up, then it's you know it's perfectly fine to get mad at them because they're not scheduling enough people for the shift. Yeah, in that case, yes, definitely. If there's not enough people coming in yeah. to work, yeah, it's definitely their problem. But, but yeah, all right, you were gonna say one more thing, and, and... oh, sorry, was I? Yeah. And then I cut you off, sorry. Oh, I I don't know. I was going to say, uh, one thing that I think people should start doing is making sure that they tip their podcasters. Yeah. Um, um, we like food. That needs, to be nor- that needs to be normalized. Yeah, Omaha Steaks is a good option. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I love how just like completely random. Yeah, just send us some Omaha Steaks. Yeah, we'll, we'll be good. We'll be good. 
I don't know, some kind of steak. I mean, if you're a butcher <laughs> or a farmer, feel free to just send us some steak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I could, I, I'd be down for that. I got the eggs. There you go. Do you ever, uh, what, what's that? Like, people that like to cook the chicken and the eggs. I don't remember. It's like basically like cooking the mom with the babies. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? What's wrong with that? I don't know. I mean, it's a family outing. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so complaint box, tipping, verdict. Is it out of hand or is it still okay? It is out of hand. All right. Sit down restaurant, okay. <clears throat> Beyond that, it's your job. Yeah. Like, I'll tip some people, like, for special services. Like, if they're a repairman or something like that. Or Yeah, I mean, there's certain things... Even even when you go to the coffee shop, if I'm one of those guys that are like, okay, I want this and this and this, mm-hmm. but I, can you change this and do this? Like, if I ask for a lot of special things to be done with it, mm-hmm. then I'll tip. Yeah. But if it's literally, like, it's on your menu, like, it's, it's <laughs> something I can order straight off your menu, I don't quite get it. I usually will still tip, but not as much. But, yeah, if I ask for a lot afterwards... Mm-hmm. Then I'll tip more. Gotcha. Alrighty. But, so st- but still out of hand. Our verdict for this is out of hand. Tipping is out of hand. Complaint box has acknowledged that tipping is bad. So there we go. Tipping is getting... Uh, Unless it's to your pod- local podcaster, yep. then it is a <laughs> wonderful idea, especially, I guess, with Omaha Steaks. Yeah, I guess. If you're going to do it, the... I guess send it to our PO box. <laughs> we forget to check for like two weeks. No, we forget to check. <laughs> our PO box, just much like our Twitter account. <laughs> They're like, um, hi, uh, Mr. Chris. Uh, we just wanted to call to inform you that there is a foul odor coming from your PO box, and we would like you to come urgently. Uh, Luis, you're just excited. You're like, oh, they sent us Omaha steaks. Yeah. Luis has thrown up 50 times walking by there. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, no, uh, tipping's out of hand. Uh, I saw it where <laughs> imagine a world where it's like 75, 95, and 125%. And when you hit the 75, they just frown at you. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah. Just wait. It's coming. It's creeping up more and more. Alrighty. <clears throat> Let's get into our what would dads do. Um, and I'll, I'll go ahead and read that real quick. Uh, you are at a mall or at the mall and your kid points out their bully. Uh, the bully is all alone. What do you do? Now, this is an interesting situation. <clears throat> um, what would you do? Well, here's here's the first thing. I you got to understand how much of something is actually the kid being a bully, and how much is a kid being a kid. Um. The other day, my son actually came home and he talked about someone was being mean to him 
and uh, hurt his feelings. And so I had asked him, I said, what did, what did this person do that made you feel so bad? And he said, oh, well, he wouldn't play with me. And so I had to sit down and explain to him, like, that's not being a bully, that's not being mean. Just because someone doesn't want to play with you doesn't mean they're being mean to you. That just means they just don't want to play with you. Or maybe it has nothing to do with you personally. They just want to play by themselves. Um, so I think that's the first thing is number one, talk with your kid about the difference between, uh, a bully and somebody that just doesn't want to be around you. <laughs> cause trust me, a lot of people would think that I'm a bully cause I do not like being around people, uh-huh. but, um, if like, are we saying this is the first time we've heard about this or like our kid has talked about it before? I'm thinking they like they've talked about this person a bunch. Uh, I guess it would depend on the severity of the bullying that they're talking about. If they say, you know, if they just kind of mm-hmm. if you know like give them a hard crying, time at school, they're crying to you. Can okay, so this is like bully, bully, like yeah, the jerk, yeah. Um, you know me, I'm I'm a very passive person uh-huh. i don't like confrontation uh-huh. um call me up <laughs> i'd 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 go to the local police officer and have him arrest the kid um no i'd i'd i'd, I'd probably stand back and tell my kid to watch this this person uh-huh. and try to have them see that this is like a nor like they're the same as they are Mm-hmm. And then they start bullying a kid in the mall. And that's just it. If they started bullying someone, that would be my opportunity to step in mm-hmm. and say, hey, knock it off. Just so you know, my son has told me, my daughter has told me that you also bully them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like that's that's like the perfect segue is if you see them bullying someone else. But if they're not, you can, you can use it as a teaching moment. Say, hey, look, mm-hmm. they're just like you. There's obviously something else going on in their life. That's why they're bullying you. Mm-hmm. Um, and try to, like I said, I, I'm not confrontational. I try to teach benefit of the doubt, uh, with my kids. Like you can't be mad at someone just to be mad at someone. There's some, there's something going on at, in other people's lives. Uh-huh. Um, but like you said, if they start bullying someone, obviously, yeah, you step in. <laughs> You're like, it's business it's, time. <laughs> Well, and especially if like the parent, if the parents are there too, uh-huh. you know, you could point out like, "Hey, number one, you got to do something about this. Number two, my child has complained about your child, yeah, uh, bullying as well." As bad, and they try to bully you. What will you do? I mean, you're. It's a little different because you're. You'd probably tower over whoever. <laughs> oh, trust me, that doesn't that doesn't always stop people. Like I said, in the field that I work in now. Uh-huh. There's plenty of parents that have thrown a punch at me or something, <laughs> and I'm like twice their size. You just catch um, it in your hand and crush their hand. Yeah, I I usually just take the hit and then call their their social worker, and then they miss visits. Um, but yeah, I guess that's <laughs> what I would I would. 
like I said, I'm one of those that tries to teach my kid that there's a lot more to people than what they see every day. Mm-hmm. When they talk about a kid that's being mean or doing naughty things at school, I try to explain, like, maybe there's something happening at home. Maybe there's something else that's going on that that's their only chance. Because I tell them, like, the way you act at school, is that how you act at home? Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, no. I was like, exactly. Like, you are a pain in the backside when you're at home. And I know from what your teachers say, you are a perfect little angel at school. <laughs> and, I said, and I said, why is that? Well, school's different. I said, exactly. Like, it's a different setting. You can act differently. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this is... These kids feel like they can they can bully you at school because maybe they get bullied at home. Maybe they... So I try to let, have my kids see things from other angles, but, like I said, if I start seeing bullying... Uh-huh. Uh, and if if it's something I've heard about multiple times, and the kid comes home crying, and I haven't addressed it already as at the school level, yeah. Uh, like I said, it it I feel like it's pointless to approach a child uh-huh. as the parent alone. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Unless a, the other parent is there, like if I just walk up and complain to the kid. My kid's just gonna suffer from it more later. Yeah. What if you're like this? Like you like, hey, wait here, watch this. And you just like walk up and go, whoa, and you fake trip and tackle them accidentally. <laughs> On them. <laughs> you think that would work? It would it would probably work unless the kid didn't know who you were. Well, yeah, even if the kid didn't know. Like <laughs> You trip and body slam the kid, by the way. Hey, I'm so-and-so's dad, by the way. Yeah, while you're on top of him, you say, <laughs> my son sends his regards. <laughs> Ever come at him again? Oh and then he'll be like, oh, let me get up. I'm sorry. And, like, put your arm oh, on him oh, and, sorry. like, push oh. down. Like, <laughs> like the football players, you, like, put your elbow, like, use your elbow <laughs> to get up on him. <laughs> be like, yeah. Do it again. See what happens. <laughs> I'm so sorry, kid. You okay? You okay? <laughs> guys, he's okay. We're going to take care of him. We'll he's, go find his he's parents. O- he's okay. He's okay. He's good, guys. You guys want to know if I'm okay? I, I, I kind of fell really I'm okay. Before. I'm okay. I'm not okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. See? And you just win-win. You send a little message. <sighs> There's more of that. I don't. Later. I don't feel. I don't feel like that's the adult thing to do. Yeah, but it's. But it's right. probably the thing that would feel really good. It would. <laughs> do you like those daydream scenes from movie where you just like pick up the kid and like <laughs> eat them off the like 15th story of the mall? Gosh. <laughs> that's what you get. O'Doyle rules. O'Doyle. How come as soon as you said that's what you get, like the first thing that went through my head was O'Doyle rules? <laughs> I don't know. But it works, right? I mean, because the O'Doyle. It does. <laughs> O'Doyle, one, of you, one day you and your family are going to get it. And then they, they did. They drove off the cliff. Um, yeah, I think if the parents, like, here's the thing, like, so let's say the parents are there and you, like, have a conversation with them and they're not receptive, then what do you do? Because now you just doubted your kid. Now you've got a confrontation with the parent and the kid. 
Well, again, it's a learning. It's, it's, it's you could point out to your kid then and see, say, "See, look, the <laughs> look parents at, are bullies too." Like, it's, yeah, look at this pathetic man. <laughs> but <laughs> everybody, as you stand look at next him. to them and loudly say it as you point at him. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I I really do try to push on my kids about. Mm-hmm. Take each situation on its own. You have to look at everything that's going on around it. And yeah, right there, I would, I would just tell them, like, you saw how they treated me? Yeah. Like, does it make sense that their kid would treat you that way if that's how they see their parents acting? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, I guess to answer, I mean, it doesn't really answer the question, but if it keeps happening, then it becomes, uh, unfortunately, get the school involved. Mm-hmm. And I, then I, you call the, Liam Neeson. The problem is, is if the school doesn't do anything, which again, I worked in schools for how long, for how many years, mm-hmm. and you did see where the school would never do anything either, and say, you know, it's not really our problem. Mm-hmm. Which I get it. Like there's there's a point where you have to draw that line of how much the school needs to take care of. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you do start hitting that point. Like, if you can't get the parents to do anything, you can't get the school to help with anything. Um, you really don't want to get authorities in any way involved, mm. especially with kids. Because, I mean, they're kids. They're going to do dumb things. They're going to act like jerks. Um... I don't know. I don't. I. I know. I personally know what the next step probably is. Mm-hmm. It's a suplex. Pretty much. It's basically all right. Well, then stand up for your. Like if the kid picks on you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was I was picked on all the time when I was a kid. I was the tall, skinny, nerdy kid. Yeah. And kids would beat up on me and stuff, and it didn't. I don't know. I I was a big kid. It didn't really bother me. <laughs> Other than them just em- embarrassing me in front of my class. Uh, mm-hmm. But, I don't know, I guess it gets to the point where it's like, if you gotta defend yourself, you gotta defend yourself then, I guess. And just... Yeah. You back you back your kids when something finally happens, because, you know, if they get called in, you're like, hey, we told you that this was a problem, you weren't taking care of it. Kid decided to take care of it. Yeah. There is one forbidden... Uh move that I can't mention on the show but uh, you can teach your kids it and I'll just kind of show you here um, <clears throat> it's a forbidden move but it'll it'll take them out of the fight yes, yeah it will it will <laughs> but again it the the key with this though because I know we got people saying oh you know you, you're promoting violence in schools and stuff like that mm-hmm it's not promoting violence. It's sometimes you gotta stick up for yourself, and sometimes. But at the same time, you have to explain like, okay, but this is as far as it needs to go. Like, you don't need, you know. Unfortunately, we're in a. When I was in the high school, heck, elementary school, all you know, school in general. Yeah. At no point, well, I should say at no point, but there were. But you need to create the Cold War effect. You need to show them that mutually assured destruction will happen if they try anything. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But we didn't have the issues with guns in schools. 
now we do and so it's almost you have to also teach your kids yeah. like hey yeah, <laughs> there's only careful. so there's... far that you need to take this like yeah defend <laughs> yourself but not like no you bring a use... gun to school no, to defend yourself and it with the forbidden wrestling move yes and, and then... you can look that up on the internet yeah there's a guy in a yellow shirt at a mma fight that yells it yeah there yeah. you go <clears throat> it's a it's a very unique uh move and it will work. <laughs> it will. <laughs> it's a classic. So, so I guess there you go. The ultimate, the ultimate end all here. That I'm, I'm, I'm being very careful with my words here because I know that we have families that listen, kids that listen. Mm-hmm. This is a tough thing. Yeah, we hear about it all the time. Before you do some drastic move to solve the problem, try to figure out in any other possible way that you can. Don't ever go to that extreme drastic move because it's only going to make things a hundred times worse. You know what the best solution is, though, to be honest? What's that? You call up the school and you get the principal or vice principal or anyone higher and you threaten legal litigation. As soon as you do that, you have their attention. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they will end it very fast. So, uh, it's kind of like... Um, it's kind of like when you're dealing with your cable provider and whatnot. The first thing you do when you get <laughs> on the line is you say, I want to cancel my service. And, and then so magically they can solve every problem. They can solve every problem. Customer retention. First thing you gotta do as soon as you call them up, you be like, "Hey, I have a situation. I don't want to involve lawyers, but I've got one on retainer, and I'm about to call him. So, what can you do for me right now?" <laughs> they will answer very, very fast, and you just won your battle. Congratulations! Yep. <laughs> be like, "Oh, by the way, you know he does a lot of." lawsuit specialty things and he wins a lot so we're talking uh we're talking life-changing money here <laughs> but yeah no that's that's one way especially in uh california <clears throat> you do that mm-hmm. no people yeah. wake up. Oh, oh no don't 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 why would you threaten us like that <laughs> it's like well maybe you take me serious the first time exactly Alrighty, let's get to our pick three real quick. We've okay. got our pick three. The scariest childhood movies that we experienced as children to us uh, that are non-horror movies. That are non-horror movies. Yes, so you saw these as a child and they, they startled and scared you. Okay. Alright, I've got the first um, one. Yep. So, I am going to go with a classic. And everyone loves it, but I don't know why, but it always frightened me. And I had so many nightmares about it. And okay. that is E.T. Okay. <laughs> I could see that. E.T. is very scary uh, when he, like, especially when he starts going downhill and starts looking like a, a dog turd that has been left out on the lawn for years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and starts turning white with all the tubes and everything and 
the loud noises, uh, that was a very scary movie for me. All the people in the suits. <sighs> okay. So I'm saying E.T. Not intentionally scary, but extremely, extremely scary. Okay. Um... This is a tough one. I, huh? Actually, it's because I have so many. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many. And it's one of those things, I didn't think about it until I had kids. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to start showing them movies. I'm like, it's too scary. Like, there are scenes that I'm like, they're not going to be able to handle that. Mm-hmm. Or I show it to them, and they're like, I don't want to watch this anymore. This is too scary. Mm-hmm. Um. One, I'm the first one I'm going to go with is The Secret of Nim. Uh, it is, I don't know how to explain it. Mm-hmm. If you know Secret I of Nim, you know what I'm talking about. Like, it's just animal cruelty, uh, super dark, uh, protagonists in it. I I just I, I was always creeped out by that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one that I would go with is the witches. But okay. is that technically? Is that technical? I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's considered. That's not really a, a horror movie, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I mean, it kind of is because don't they turn the kids into mice? The mice, yeah. yeah. And she's got a really like. There's a really creepy scene where like she takes off the mask. Yeah, that's what I mean. But is that a horror movie? I mean, the. Horror I mean, it's based off. A, it's based off a kids' book. I'll let you decide. I, it's it's rolled. It's rolled I will, doll. I will allow it. I will allow. It. I'm okay. That's so the witches. Like I said, I don't think it, it's meant to be a horror movie, but it's mm-hmm. definitely scary. Gotcha. And I want to say they just redid it too, mm-hmm. and it's not nearly as scary. No, I remember it was uh, pretty gnarly. We'll say that. <clears throat> Alrighty. So you've got or two. I'm gonna go with <clears throat> one that definitely wasn't very scary, but still there was one scene that was super scary to me, and it was so obscure and so small. Uh, I'm gonna go with Hook, with uh, oh okay, with um Robin Rob- Williams. Robin Williams as Peter yeah. Pan, and that part where they put the guy in the trunk and drop all the scorpions. <laughs> oh. Was the scariest thing for me as a kid. You know what one of the scariest scenes for me in that movie was? It's gonna sound so dumb. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, lot of random ones. When the old when lady. Hook took his wig off. Oh yeah, that freaked me out. <laughs> that that was just like, what is going? And I was just like, oh, I mm-hmm. still now I don't know what it is, but just, and it's not wigs or anything like that it's just for some reason i think it's just the wispy hair he had mm-hmm. <laughs> underneath it i just Ugh. yeah but yes that movie did also have a lot of creepy yeah scenes in it exactly so i've got 
Um, E.T. and Hook. And I've got one last pick here. And I'm going to go with the classic one that was brought back into uh, mainstream culture a little bit in a TV show. Uh, and okay. I'm going to go with uh, Never Ending Story. <laughs> there's, oh, okay, yeah. There's a very scary wolf in there. Mm-hmm. And there's Quicksand. And <laughs> that, I don't know how many times I thought I'd have to deal with Quicksand more times in my life. <laughs> I think every kid yeah. from our generation thought Quicksand was like an everyday occurrence. Like, yeah, because it was an area. Gosh, we really got to watch out for that Quicksand. Mom, are we gonna <laughs> run into quicksand today? What? No, <laughs> guys. Be no, it's careful. the same route we've taken every day for years. Yeah, like so. I mean, no quicksand has moved in. I remember walking in fields and stuff and being like, "All right, watch out for quicksand. There might be anywhere. If you come in, you, <laughs> you're, you're, you're gone. I'm just gonna leave you. <laughs> it's like you were my sister. Now you just <laughs> now you're fertilizing." <laughs> For the quicksand. Uh, but yeah, never ending story. And then there was the lasers that zapped people if they didn't walk through right or whatever. Yeah. Between the statues. Like, didn't There's someone a, just. Yeah. That movie never, was dark. <laughs> never ending story had a lot of. Like, yeah. See, as you bring that one up, like, so many more movies pop into my head. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Wow. I've got never ending story, hook. And uh, E.T. You went all live action. I did. I'm sorry. I, I couldn't no, tell. no. That's. I mean, because if you go through like any animated movie, there's always. I mean, mm-hmm. my kids get terrified of uh, in Wreck It Ralph mm-hmm. when uh, oh, what's his name? The King. King Candy. Yeah. Turns into, turns into the bug. Yeah. Oh, my kids just absolutely hate <laughs> that scene. And I and I get it. it it's creepy. It's super creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, but for my last one, the that's there's one very creepy scene in it. Mm-hmm. But then just the general concept of the movie is very creepy. Can I guess real quick? You can guess, and you're probably going to get it right. Is it All Dogs Go to Heaven? It is not All Dogs Go to Heaven. I tried. Which is also a very creepy movie, too. It is is a creepy movie. Especially uh, when they go one direction, it becomes very creepy. Yeah. Alright, so I shot my shot. Uh, The only other thing I can think of, maybe like Casper or something. Willy Wonka and the oh, Chocolate Factory. Yeah, that is that's just that brings out phobias in general. Um and there's the boat scene. Mm-hmm. The creepy tunnel. You know what this candy factory needs is a creepy tunnel. Yeah, that shows like decaying birds and like Spiders it makes no sense. Like what what was the point of that scene? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the fact that like these kids are basically being murdered. <laughs> yeah. If he doesn't like the way they act. Mm-hmm. I think the worst one, like, to me, was uh, Gustav at the beginning, where he gets stuck. In Augustus, the, Augustus, Augustus Gloop. Or Augustus Gloop. I don't know why I said Gustav. Um, but yeah. Where he gets sucked up in the tube. Yeah. I mean, how scary is that? Like, 
That's going to be a no for me, dog. But but see, the thing is, is then you have, like, the one that wanted the eggs, the mm-hmm. goose that lays eggs. Well, she gets sent down to a furnace, an incinerator. Yeah. I mean, when she, like, it, the one gets turned into a blueberry, then they're like, oh, yeah, we'll just squeeze her. Yeah. <laughs> like a pimple. <laughs> Put a bunch of... So it's, so it's, like, it's just creepy. It's just overall creepy premise. Mm-hmm. For uh, for a movie for kids, very creepy. But when you brought up Neverending Story, some other ones I had thought of were uh, Dark Crystal, mm-hmm. Labyrinth, Labyrinth, Homeward and that's uh, kind of scary to me. Homeward, yes, it is. And then, uh, Age oh no, Princess Bride. Oh, I love Princess Which Bride. was kind of pushed rat. as a, at the time was pushed as kind of a kid's movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the rats were super creepy. Yeah. <clears throat> Jumanji used to be scary. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot of them. There's a lot of movies that. Like one of my, I had my kids that tried to watch is Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I, I was going to put that on here. I was like, well, I guess it's kind of a horror movie. I mean, it's listed as like a holiday horror movie. Uh, but like my kids really wanted to watch. I can't remember what we were watching. And I was like, oh, that from Nightmare Before Christmas. And my son's like, I want to watch it. And I was like, eh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're ready for that. And he's like, oh, I'll be okay. Yeah. James and we started watching it. And he's like, uh-uh, I'm done. I don't want to watch this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> James and the Giant Peach was kind of creepy, too. The, the yeah the claymation it, one the, that's just it so i think claymation in general yeah. <laughs> really creepy. caroline yeah. when caroline came out that was another one that was kind of creepy oh the muppets treasure island was creepy for me okay because the black spot like the idea of some oh yeah guard, secret garden <laughs> was creepy yeah there's a lot of really how, how did we survive I don't know. That's how we have such dark humor now. <laughs> That's how we survived. We were prepped because of all this stuff. We're like quicksand, uh, box full of scorpions. Yeah, getting sucked up in a tube of chocolate. <laughs> I mean, uh-uh. now if I, I ever see a tube of chocolate, I'm gone. No, I'll just stay at one end and open my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there you go. I've got. Uh, Let's see, I have E.T., Hook, and Neverending Story. And I have The Secret of Nim, The Witches, and Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. There you go. So let us know what movies creeped you out as a kid, as well as uh, who you thought won. All right, you got anything you want to say, Ryan? Bye.